I'm Claire Snyder, and this is the first episode of my podcast about Fahrenheit 451. So first, let's introduce our characters that we met in this segment. Um, So first we have Guy Montag. He is a fireman who, after meeting Clarice, who we will introduce later, begins to question his life and line of work and steals the books to read. Um, He's a fireman. The firemen um, do the opposite of what firemen currently do, and he is sent to burn books that are found and burn down the houses that are used to store them. Um, our next character is Mildred Montag. This is the wife of Guy Montag. Um, she is unconcerned with big issues and deep thought in general, and only worries about her parlor, which is a room with three uh, wall-sized TVs. Um, she has no real connections to other people in her life. Um, and doesn't like to think about things in depth. Our next, um, our next character is Captain Beatty. Um, he is the captain of the firemen. Um, he is completely aware of the erasal of thought that the firemen bring about, um, but he's okay with it. He believes that it's a good thing, it prevents conflict, and he doesn't think conflict or inner turmoil is a good is a good thing he believes knowledge is a bad thing and that people should be kept complacent and happy at all or not happy but pleasured at all times um and our last character is clarice mcclellan this is a young girl who guy meets at the beginning of the book um she's curious and insightful and she teaches guy to start to think critically about things before she dies um it's never mentioned exactly how or when she died it is told to guy by his wife who says that the family moved away because she thinks they died or she died so now we're going to talk about the main conflict in this portion of the book um the main conflict guy has is that he has gone to burn a house and books and he sees a book and decides to take it home which is obviously against the law and against everything he thinks he stands for. Um, And he doesn't know what to do with it. He doesn't know whether he should turn it in or whether he should read it. Um, He's really confused by his options here. Um, There are strong tones of knowledge versus ease in his current way of life, um, defiance versus compliance, and the known versus the unknown. He um, doesn't decide until the end of the section whether or not he wants to be fully aware of what's happening in his society. Um, He sees his wife and he realizes that he is not happy, but he is not sure until later about um, whether or not he wants to know about how unhappy he is. So that leads us to start to talk about his choices and how he got there. So one of the large reasons he got there was because his choices have been largely removed from him. Um, His choices are overall made by the society he lives in and the government. Um, He starts to take more control of his choices um, when he meets Clarice and when he uh, starts to read the book or read the books and collect the books. Um, His society puts an emphasis on pleasure above all else and not thinking of anything just um, the adrenaline of the moment, um, and obviously knowledge doesn't provide much adrenaline in the moment, so it's kind of tossed aside, um, and he is just taught to accept that because they are not taught any critical thinking, 
um, those, that affects his life because he is never really allowed to make a decision for himself. He doesn't know who he is, um, other than this is my job, I must do this, this is good. Um, I go home, I do this because this is good. But in his heart, he knows it is not good and he knows that he is not happy. But he doesn't know how to um, analyze those thoughts and how to say them. He doesn't know what they mean. Um, his choices are obviously a result of the society he lives in. Um, his society is extremely focused on pleasure above all else um but it's important to make this distinction between pleasure and happiness pleasure in this book is essentially just um the thing that makes you feel good at that moment um it's anything that'll give you an adrenaline rush or make you feel good at that very moment whether or not it will be good in the long run um people become compliant and depressed they only exist for the next thrill, which doesn't give them any reason to continue living because there's no thrill at the moment. Um, and humanity of people doesn't matter. No one truly gets to know anyone else because there's nothing thrilling about getting to know other people. And they're not talking about things in depth, which is required to have, um, to have relationships with other people. Um, and finally, we're going to talk about just some questions I had about the section. Um, so my very first question that really I thought about the whole time was whether or not Mildred was actually trying to kill herself or it was an accident. Had she be just become so absent-minded because of how much time she spends in her parlor room and with all of her devices and entertainment that she just forgot? Or was she actively trying to escape from her life? Um, my next question was, how long has Guy been collecting books for? Because when we get to the end of the section, um, he, he pulls it aside and you see that he has, it talks about at least 20 books. How long has he been collecting these for and what has he been doing with them? Has he been reading before we know about this? Is it this specific book that's causing him an issue? And why is it this specific book that is giving him trouble? Why wasn't it any of the other ones he had collected? Um, and my final question was, did Clarice really die? Um, it's never really mentioned from any truly reliable source whether or not Clarice died. The only um, way we hear it from is from Mildred, who heard it from some gossip or because she assumed that was what happened when the family moved out of town. And I just think it'd be interesting to know whether it really happened or whether it was just something made up to come up with a reason when they didn't know.